right, welcome back to the Inside the Huskies podcast. I'm your host, Eddie Garcia, joined by my co-host, Tom Burton. We're here talking to various NIU athletes and coaches throughout the semester for an update on what's happening in their lives. Our guest today is entering her final season as a Husky. She made it to the Cheryl Miller's watch list and looks to leave NIU as the second highest leading scorer in program or in school history, I should say. Senior guard Courtney Woods. Hi. <laughs> kind of becoming a regular on this podcast. Yeah, right? yeah. I like it. <laughs> what, third year maybe you've been I doing this? Yeah. Right. Three, cool. yeah. yeah. So what are, you, what are your thoughts going into your final season? This is your fourth year going playing women's basketball. What yeah. are your thoughts? I know me and Michaela have said a lot, but, like, we've had a lot of, like, individual accolades, and to graduate with, like, just those I think would be kind of disappointing. So we're really looking for a MAC championship. Like, we see photos every year of, like, Central Michigan won it last year, just later the year before, and it's just – it's just like the ultimate goal when you go into playing college basketball. So that's really what we're looking for. And you mentioned you and Michaela are best. You guys are like best uh-huh. friends. Obviously, yeah. over the years, you guys kind of have gained that camaraderie. Uh-huh. Um, you, do you guys have any combined goals? I know you just mentioned the MAC right. championship. Like, what are your combined goals this season? You guys gotten close in years past. Yeah, we're roommates, so we definitely spend a lot of time together. But definitely, like the MAC championship's always been a goal for us. Like. Her hashtag this year is, like, play to be remembered. So we're definitely, like, trying to leave a legacy here. Like, next year, like, both of us won't be here. So we definitely, like, want to be remembered. We want to leave a program, like, better than we found it, which we've been saying since the start, yeah. Definitely. So you mentioned that individual accolades, maybe not the highest priority, but we mentioned that you have a chance to be second in scoring at NIU in program history. Uh Like, how does that kind of feel to you? Like, do you think about that at all? Um, I think about 2,000 points sometimes. That's definitely not something I ever considered being close to when I came in, but 1,000 points was super cool to me. So I think, like, the potential of being near 2,000 points is awesome. Like, you don't hear about that very often. So I think that is more exciting than, like, being ranked or whatever. But, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, another kind of stat, when I was doing your story on you and your mom, mm-hmm. I, it came up with, like, I was looking at your mom's stats at the Idaho Vandals, right? Yeah. Yeah, and she was the second, second. highest scorer yeah. when she left the school. Uh-huh. So how does that make you feel, like, that connection where mm-hmm. you guys are leaving the exact same mark yeah. on the university that you attended? Uh-huh, it's crazy, like, because since I was little, I knew my mom was, like, an absolute bowler. So, like, it would be crazy to, like, do the same thing she did. I know she was, like – kind of a similar player she was a bit bigger than I was so like it would be awesome to kind of leave that the same way my mom did yeah I mean not trying to get ahead of ourselves now (laughs) but you talked about your mom going professionally afterwards as well is that something that you're looking forward to or I know we're not going to talk about the after (laughs) the season but is that something that you're thinking about I know you talked about it with coach Carlson Uh it's open like it's an open thing right it's definitely something that I really do want to do I want to travel the world and play like I don't think I'm ready to work nine to five yet so (laughs) I think (laughs) me neither yeah Yeah, me neither graduating in three weeks Uh so I love basketball so I can keep playing for as long as possible that'd be perfect so ideally you would think maybe try to play overseas yeah that would be your goal I mean I'll probably put my name in the draft and just see what happens but like like the ultimate goal is probably playing Europe Cool. What what happens if you end up getting drafted here? That would be kind of cool, right? Yeah, that would be cool. I think even like that WNBA is like the one percent of the one percent. Like it's such a small league, like so few players. So like to even be considered in that, like like with any of those people would be awesome. Do you have any specific team that you would like want to get on? To? Um, somewhere warm. I think. Warm. I think I'm warm, ready yeah. for that I feel lifestyle that. change. Yeah, you sound sick right now. You're saying <laughs> like, sick. is I'm it that sick. Australian that different uh-huh. uh, weather change is still not adjusted, huh? Yeah, it's starting to snow now, so that's a big change for me. I have like two jackets, so it's perfect. <laughs> Four years, you only have <laughs> two jackets. I'm a j- I have one two nice jackets. jacket, and then I have 
the jacket that I wore here, and that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> that'll get you sick for sure. <laughs> well, she was right about uh, being drafted to the WNBA. That's really hard. Oh, yeah. You're talking oh, to the yeah. right guys here. With oh, the yeah. WNBA. We just came off an internship with the Chicago Sky. Oh, you did? No, yeah, yeah. So, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. So, so, actually, it's crazy, though, because uh, one player, I don't know if you're familiar with her, Lene Harper. She was from Ohio State. She was like okay. sixth man at Ohio State. Cool. And then she ended up getting drafted. Or she was an undrafted free. Like, yeah. she got signed after the draft. And then was, was she one of two unsigned free agents to make that WNBA yeah. roster? It's yeah, and people who get drafted get waived. Yeah. You know? It's, it's so. insane. Yeah. yeah it's so like it's extremely difficult. 12 teams, like 12 players on a roster. Yeah. Yep. Like, so there's always a chance. You yeah. Know? There is a chance. Yeah. If she makes it to that, you know, Cheryl Miller's watch list, you know, recipient, mm-hmm. she'll definitely get looked at for sure. Um. So transitioning, we're talking about Australia a little bit. Um, transitioning that living from Australia to U.S. Mm-hmm. I know we're talking about it right now. How was that in terms of yeah. basketball and the whole uh-huh. transition without your family? Right. So my freshman year was very difficult. Like I think the biggest transition is you go from being like 18 years old living at home to being 18 years old on the other side of the country and just kind of like fending it for yourself. So like, it took me a very long time to adjust to just being kind of independent, like any other college student. But like doing that without being able to talk to my parents for like 15 hours of the day it was hard so definitely i feel adjusted now like i feel like i kind of have my stuff together is there any food difference this that was something that i was <laughs> interested in is it like a huge food difference from australia to us um i'd say like fast food super different so we have like mcdonald's but you guys have like mcdonald's culver's like burger king like you have like six variations of the same restaurant that's true but we America. just have like mcdonald's <laughs> so it's yeah. just yeah so you guys don't have like those extended food uh-huh. chains like uh. no taco bell like we have like one sandwich what? place no like, taco bell yeah no taco bell i don't know what i would do man yeah, <laughs> i don't know yeah, taco bell's right by tom's house he gets it every day no but so what, what did you end up like when you came to america like now what are you accustomed to now oh, like I if you it. went back to australia yeah, so i go home and i'm like this food sucks it's, like, <laughs> and it's so expensive back home as well so here i love it i eat yeah, i eat everything here no fushiyami back home so i was struggling so were there more i guess there wasn't as much fast food but there was more kind of sit down places i guess or yeah kind of like yeah. that and i definitely like dealt my mom made food for me so i was excited to do that yeah so is your mom played for Australian, uh, an Australian basket. Was it the Sharks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sharks. So is is it a possibility that maybe you return to Australia basketball? Mm-hmm. If is that something in the looms? Like I think future? I will try to do that when I want to, like, keep studying. So when I want to like try and get my master's degree, okay. I'll probably go home and That's play funny. and get because I think it'd be a lot easier to get my degree in Australia because like citizenship and all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. you you would look at returning home mm-hmm. and probably playing basketball yeah. there. I've had a couple of people like try to contact me already, and I'm kind of just like worried about the season more but like it's definitely a possibility like obviously i'm from there so i know a lot of people from there also people cool. from like so people from back or home or like, yeah like teams are yeah. contacting you oh that's pretty oh, cool. Really? that's cool definitely so remind us real quick um you said you want to maybe go on to your master's what's yeah. your major now what i'm you? pre-physical therapy physical okay. therapy. Yeah. yeah cool don't want to be a physical therapist <laughs> i decided <laughs> that early <laughs> so wait is so if you don't want to be a physical therapist do you want to like get into coaching maybe later I on i definitely after? thought about that a lot more like i love basketball and like I think I like playing basketball more than I like coaching basketball because I think I would get so frustrated. Like, I know I try to help Gabby with, like, her little things, and, like, it's just the most frustrating thing ever. Like, I love it, but, like, I don't know if I could do that for the rest of my life. That's crazy because my next point is having Gabby under oh, your yeah. wing. Yeah, so how is that actually <laughs> it's going? Good. Yeah, I love Gabby. She's literally like family, but, like, yeah, she's good. I'm hoping she's getting there. And she's, I definitely, for once, yeah, 
She's doing really well lately. I know in years past you said that like she's riding underneath your wing because yeah. she's also from Europe, you know. Britain, yeah. Yeah, or Britain, I should say. My bad. <laughs> um, but kind of, uh, overseas coverage type thing. But yeah. the, that transition for her, how is uh-huh. she acclimating to it, I should say, now? Yeah, she's kind of struggled with homesickness a little bit this year. Like the sophomore year is kind of always hard because your freshman year, you're so excited to be here. But then it's like your second year here, you're used to everything and you're still so far away from home. But she's definitely doing a lot better. She's very focused on basketball. Like she's doing well in school. So she's definitely like – she has her stuff together, so she's doing yeah. well. Yeah, that's good. We'll hear from her again later in the show. She has we a, might, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, kind of a stereotypical question here, but you being a senior, you kind of take kind of leadership role, like taking right. more players under your wing this year, uh-huh. like you and Michaela maybe? Yeah, Michaela's our captain, so Michaela's kind of in charge of everyone. So they've definitely kind of said, like, I'm in charge of Gabby throughout <laughs> the year. So, like, I definitely try and help her out a lot more because we're the same position. Like, we have a lot of things in common possible-wise. So I definitely look out for her more, but, like, we have, like, a leadership group, and I'm in that, so it's kind of, like, we're just trying to hold everyone a lot more accountable this year. That's kind of, like, the main thing we're focusing on. So Mika- Michaela's captain on mm-hmm. the team? I didn't yeah. know that. That's awesome, yeah. That so, makes sense. Yeah. yeah she's so what, who's involved in the leadership group? That's pretty cool um, that you guys have that. So it's me, Allie, Abby, Johnny, Maya, and Paulina. Oh, wow. So it's, like so it's a the, big crew. It's the upperclassmen, pretty much. Nice. Yeah, That's awesome. Six of us. And what do you guys, like, what are your jobs entail? Just kind of, like, yeah. guiding the team and mm-hmm. stuff like that? So we're all in charge of, like, specific things as, as well as being, like, in charge of everything. So, like, Paulina is in charge of, like, relaying information. Like, Abby's in charge of, like, cleaning up the court. Allie's in charge of the locker room. Like, I'm in charge of apparel. Oh, different So things. it's kind of, oh, like, little things. things that everyone's in charge of. Like, Yeah. And who coordinated that? Carlson? Yeah, yeah. Of course. That's cool. <laughs> of course. That's interesting. Yeah, so you're going into your senior year. I know you had, like, countless adventures in the past. We're talking about your car with mm-hmm. the flames yeah. and stuff. Have you done anything this past year that's changed uh, in years past? What? what should the people know? Yeah, I, I feel like you've done know? something. Maybe, you know, like, you did. The, the, I've never seen anybody just go ahead and paint, like, yeah. flames on their car. That, Betsy's kind of sick lately. She's getting sick. My car. Oh, she's really? a little bit rotting. Yeah, I took her to the shop yesterday, and they wouldn't work on it because it's Uh-oh. apparently rotted. Uh-oh. So I don't oh, know what that The flames means. are going out. So <laughs> they might be getting extinguished soon. So <laughs> <laughs> hopefully they stick around. I got six more months left. That's funny. That's but, tough. Anything else you d- Any you've done? Adventures. In okay. Um, like one day you just woke up and decided, I don't know, I'm going to paint my house or my apartment. Or I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> yeah. Well, what can I say? Okay. Well, I can say my 21st birthday party. My theme was hippies and hillbillies. That's so we had the whole team come. Yeah. So maybe that was an adventure. Yeah. That <laughs> That's was better fun. than my 21st birthday. <laughs> That's a better story. Definitely better than Tom's 21st birthday. <laughs> So we did a segment every week now that we go into our facts. We take to Twitter. We ask some questions. Okay. It's called our facts about the pack segment. I don't know if you looked at the Twitter questions already. Okay, I know Gabby was hitting them up. Yeah, she <laughs> yeah, she was it. blowing them up. She, she dropped yeah. about four or five questions. So our first question, though, comes from um, former beat writer here at the Star. You probably know her. She, you definitely know her. Her name's Crystal Megan. Oh, yeah, I know Crystal, yeah. yeah. And she, so she has a question here. Is she still not emptying the dishwasher? It's right. going on 25 years now. 25, not 25. Oh, 2.5. Like like, what? I don't think like, There's no way. She's not even 25 yet. 2025? <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half years. I would definitely say... Okay, so my birthday roommate's a nurses, so on the days they have clinical and they're going from 8 to 5, I will empty the dishwasher. There you Besides go. Besides that, it's streak still continues. There you go. So yeah. you, your fourth, it took your senior year to do it, huh? Yeah, so yeah, we're a little better. Yeah. <laughs> getting there. That's awesome. Um, so Gabby had several questions. Yeah, she's all pretty right, curious. But we, we picked out a couple here. So okay. Gabby wants to know, first of all, what is your favorite cereal? 
Oh, I'm very serial. Okay, it's Kirk or Puffs. Does yes, she know I that? Uh, she was literally with me when she was asking these questions. I was like, why don't you just ask me? And she's like, no, I'm asking Oh, it's not as fun anymore. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> this isn't as fun anymore. So she was an- you were answering them in front no, of her? No, she wasn't answering She's like, no, I want to like hear them tomorrow. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so this, was, this one's an interesting one. I like this one because I've heard about sto- I've heard stories about this guy, but I I haven't heard it from you directly. So what happened to Dave? Oh, Dave. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Wait, who is Dave? Dave like, was my freshman year oh, guinea, guinea pig. pig. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when my freshman year, my parents sent me one hundred and fifty dollars to buy a bike because I had no way of getting on campus, and then I went to Petco and I was like, oh, it's a really cool guinea pig. So I bought a guinea pig. And a cage. His cage was like one hundred twenty dollars. I didn't know that. <laughs> so the guinea pig was twenty dollars. I was like, I bought him. I was like, oh, I should really get him a cage. It was like, so it was a lot of money. And then so Dave was just kind of like me and him hung out in the dorms a little bit. Like we were good. And then the end of my sophomore year, no, sophomore year summer, I was like, okay, I'm going home for three weeks. So I was like, can anyone look after Dave? And Dave wasn't very well behaved. So like no one wanted him. Like no one to look after him. And so I ended up setting him free by the baseball fields and I didn't realize that that was like something you shouldn't do because I was like he'll be fine in the wild like he'll be fine and I told like two people and they're like oh my god it's the worst like he'll die so I still think he's like out there somewhere like hanging out wait is that what they yeah, do in Australia I don't know I didn't even think I was sort of like oh no he'll be fine he'll be fine but like so you set a guinea pig free yeah I guarantee I after you left like a hawk came that's down what everyone said oh, everyone's like a that. hawk would have like swooped him up indefinitely that's hilarious though what I mean, happened to uh, Dave's babysitter wasn't it like Emily Becerra right and uh, or am I m- messing that up uh uh-uh, uh like, that wasn't no. me that was someone else yeah you definitely messed that up <laughs> But that's no crazy. No one would look after him. He was such a bad guy. So you just let him loose on the fl- on the yeah. baseball field? Yeah, right by the baseball fields. Why did yeah. you select that spot? I don't know. We were driving. I was like, this looks like a good spot. I was like, we have it here. And then he ran into the bushes. So you didn't even try to go like to the forest? Maybe. I know. It was very ill thought. But I still like to think that he's out there. Yeah. R.I.P. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So what's this other one here? We have um. This one, I'll say. Yeah, I, that's cool. that's a cool one here. So um, we have a couple yeah questions from our top shelf reporters here. So. What does basketball culture like in Australia look like? That's okay. a good question. That's yeah. a good question. Um, I would say it's definitely different to hear, like, obviously we don't have college basketball, so it's a lot of, like, we have one league that you can pretty much watch on TV. So it's, like, I would definitely say it's not as, like, passionate as it is here, but it's, like, it's still good. Like, a lot of people play it. Like, it's mostly, like, male-dominated sport. But it's good. It's, like, definitely not the same as here. And, and the leagues are different out there, right? You were yeah. telling me about, like, how growing up it was kind of, like, so club you team. You play it all out. Like, I didn't play in high school. Like, I played for my team, but it was, like, me and all my friends. It's, like, rec league. So wow. then, like, you play – if you're, like, really into it, you play in a club. And then you play for, like, your rep team and then state and then national. So it's, like, four levels. And you, you guys, like, tra- when you join the club yeah. and stuff, you guys travel, travel around. Like okay. So it's, so it's like, like a travel AAU. team. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's cool. Then um, our last question um, – so we had somebody who wants to know. Um, we briefly mentioned the WNBA. Are you a fan of Liz Cambage? Yeah, Australian. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Like in Australia, I'm sure she's huge, oh, right? Yeah. Just everybody uh-huh. talks about her. Yeah. What do you like about her game? Like, what do you like about her? As I a mean, I like her because she's literally just unguardable. Like yeah, she she's how big she's like six seven or whatever. Yeah, yeah just like yeah. every time she has a bullishing score. So I just think she's absolutely unstoppable. And yeah. your mom the other day, I'm looking it up right now. She posted something about Australian. Like you were on. Yeah, the all, all oh, Australian, the yeah. yeah, awards. What what's up with that? Can you talk to that yeah. also about that? So a little there's bit? like there's a website called Pick and Roll, and it's basically like Australians and college basketball, and so like 
it's kind of like the same. It's like every year they do like preseason all Australian. So it's like an all American, but it's all Australian. And there's only like 25 of us. So it's okay. still cool. But that it's is like, cool. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 what's it called? The cover photo is Ben Simmons. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So it's pretty much like Australian basketball, but they like focus in on college basketball and Australians, which is cool because like there's only like very few of us as well. And you're cool. probably one of the few at the top. Yeah, right? so I was in the preseason top five, so that was cool, yeah. That is awesome, yeah. So awesome. I guess t- before we wrap up, I guess what is one word that you hope or an idea that you hope to accomplish by the end of the season? That's what I want to know. This yeah. is a personal question here. Personally, what would I like to accomplish? No, no, I'm, I'm saying <laughs> this is coming from me. This is okay. like, yeah. So oh, you're running our, Yeah, okay. exactly. I definitely want to go to the NCAA tournament. I would say really? that's definitely an ultimate goal. And do you think that can happen I this season? I think it definitely could happen. I think this is the year, and I say that every year, but I think it's this year. Yeah, it has to be this year, right? <laughs> it has, yeah. to, be, it has right. to be this year. It's great that you guys are all healthy again, you know. Yeah, I think yeah it's so a good nice. chance. Yep. healthy, yeah. There you go. Crazy. So this is, I mean, you guys, when you guys are healthy, you guys show out yep. indefinitely. Mm-hmm. So I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Cool. Um, wish Coach Harrison the best of luck for us, too. Yeah, thank you, Courtney. She's a huge thank fan. You. So, yeah, thank you for joining us. All right, thank you for having me. That'll do it for this week's episode of the Inside the Huskies podcast. Keep up to date on the Northern Star social media and pick up your copy of the print edition every Monday and Thursday across campus. The next edition of Inside the Huskies podcast will drop on November 30th. Let us know on social media who you want to hear from. I'm Tom Burton. And I'm Eddie Garcia. Thanks for listening, Husky Nation.